Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Really excited to have you back again this week as we delve deeper into that relationship that you want to build with your own daughters. Every week, I have a great opportunity to be able to bring you different guests that are going to help you think about fatherhood in a little bit different way, learning from many of our guests' own journey in being a father to daughters, but also learning about some of the things that they're doing to be able to engage with other dads, help other dads in different ways, help other kids in different ways. And today we've got another great guest that we're going to be talking with today. Narsipa Teague is with us, and Narsipa is a father of five. He has two biological kids. He has three stepkids. He's got a blended family, so lots of stuff going on. So we're going to be talking to him about that journey that he went on to being a father, but also talking about a new book that he has released called Daddy, I'm Scared. So we're going to talk about that as well. Narsipa, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure having you here today. Really excited to be able to talk with you. One of the things that I love to do is to start off our conversations is to turn the clock back in time. So what I'd love to do is I want to go back in time to your oldest child, who I know is in her mid-20s now. Talk to me about that first reaction that you had when you found out that you were going to be a father to a daughter. Oh, wow. Um, Man, so basically, I was in the military at the time, in the Navy out here in San Diego. And to make a long story short, it was kind of a surprise to me. I was on my way out the Navy with my ex-wife, and um, we wasn't married at the time. So it was kind of a surprise. And I was 22 years old, on my way out the Navy, and I was actually going to college Tulane College in Tennessee, I was going to try to play basketball out there. And then I kind of turned everything around. And to be honest with you, we only knew each other for a short time. And I've always said to myself that if I had a kid with a woman, I was going to be there for my child. And that's when I turned back around. And she didn't want to come with me to Tennessee. We barely knew each other. And I decided to stay in San Diego and I stayed in the Navy and I made it work. And yeah. That was one of the best decisions I ever made, though, because I was always in my daughter's life. So being that I uh, grew up from a divorced home, I just wanted to change that projection for my daughter. Now, I know that for a lot of fathers, especially fathers of daughters, and I know for for you, you have a few daughters in your life now. So one of the questions that I guess that I have for you is many dads that talk to me talk to me about that there is a fear that goes along with initially be finding out that you're going to be a dad to a daughter. But then when you have your daughters and they're growing up, there's some fear that goes along with that. So talk to me about your biggest fear in being a father to a daughter. Picking the wrong man that they're married. <laughs> I had those fears. As far as growing up, I wanted to, um, if I could be totally honest with you, um, my first relationship wasn't the greatest and um, I stuck it out. And my, one of my biggest fears then was that another man raising my daughter. That was my biggest fear. So I always wanted to stay in her life and that she could learn and to see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. And so I, I think I treated their mom with respect and um, honorably. And I, and I wanted to show what a gentleman was. And um, I was always there for my daughter. So I think that was my biggest fear, another man raising my daughter. 
completely can understand that. Now, it's not always easy to raise daughters. And as you go through those different stages in life, you definitely are going to have those highs, those lows, and in-betweens along the way. What would you say was the hardest part in being a father to a daughter? I know for when we when they was playing sports, but as they got older, because when they was little, they was my best friends. <laughs> when they was at the elementary stage, but when they started turning teenagers and then they started uh, leaning more toward their mom because they had more things in common, that was the hardest part right there when their mood swings started changing. And they started talking back and they're grown now and more mature. That was the hard part right there. <laughs> and that just was something I had to get used to. And I still see them as little girls to this day, as my babies, but, but that was the hardest part of their mood swings, I guess. <laughs> in those teenage years. Now, with the fact that you have multiple daughters, uh-huh. every one of your daughters is going to be a little unique and you're going to have to build that relationship individually with each and every one. What would you say is your favorite thing that you like to do with each of your daughters or share with each of your daughters? I like to crack jokes with them and play fun games with them. And we do game nights. I love that, especially hanging out with them. My oldest daughter, she's into music. You know, she writes music. So as being a writer, she's more reserved to herself a lot. So I love spending time with her and just picking her brain. The way she writes, she's a way better writer than me. The way she, uh, lyrically, when she writes lyrics, the words she puts together as far as rhyming is like unbelievable. Now, I'm just proud of her in that. And uh, actually she wrote three songs that she sold already. And so I'm proud of that. The second oldest, the middle, she's into fashion. And she's more the outspoken one. She's the more popular. She's always been like the center of attention, (laughs) the little diva, if you will. And then my stepdaughter, man, she's a go-getter. She gets after She works extremely hard and she's about her money (laughs) for real. And so individually, I love just cracking jokes and having them laugh at corny jokes all the time and just hanging out with them. And I could tell they're going to be able to take care of her. Oh man, when I get older. Now, all of us have memorable experiences, experiences that we go back to in our heads and and kind of relive. And your kids have their own memorable experiences too. What would you say has been the most memorable experiences that you've been able to have as a father of a daughter? Uh, My my two girls, man, just... um, Coming to my basketball, I played for Chico State basketball and um, I love them playing around when they when they was young, younger, just to see them before the games or in my practices, just having fun, no care in the world, just being there with me every step of the way. Um, they used to go to the daycare on campus and I would pick them up and um, they go to practice with me and uh, having the trainers watch them on the sidelines and just doing their own thing. And just and there's in their journey through sports and school, um, playing volleyball and softball and just being there. And um and even when they was in high school, um, I coached basketball at their school. And so I was able to go to all their games. And that was um that was that was um a hell of an experience for me. It was fun just to be with them all the time. Now I mentioned at the beginning that you had written a new book called Daddy, I'm Scared. And the book really delves deeper into fears and fears that kids have and how you can, as a father, work to help relieve those fears. Let's go back a little bit. And why don't you give me some of the background to how you came to write this story? Yeah, so when the girls were little, my youngest daughter especially, she used to run into the room 
And it's the title of the book says, Daddy, I'm scared. Like, Daddy, Daddy, I'm scared. And running there, hopping in our bed. And I would comfort her. And she would always have these nightmares until one day I taught them how to control their fears or turn yourself into a superhero, if you will. And that's what the book is about. So one day she ran in there and I told them about a story I had when I was little. And I used to have these nightmares until one day I got fed up. And I used to have this reoccurring dream of the same nightmare all the time of this little boogeyman. And I was like... I said, I'm tired of this. I'm going to turn myself into a superhero. And I turned myself into a superhero, defeated the monster. And that's what I would try to pass on to my girls. And I said, just turn yourself into a superhero and, and control your dreams. And you should defeat the whoever the monster is. Or if you're falling off a building, pretend you could fly and just talk to yourself in your dreams. And it worked for some reason because it always worked for me. And I haven't had a nightmare since, but the girl said they started controlling their dreams. Like my daughter would come to me like, dad, I was about to have a scary dream. And I was like, wait a minute, this is my dream. I'm gonna take control of my dream. And she's been able to do it as well. So I was able to pass that on to my daughters to control their fears and conquer their fears, especially when you're dreaming. And uh, that mind uh, control that they was able to possess was um, awesome to see. And I just decided to write about it a long time ago. I've been sitting on it for about 10 or 15 years, never did anything with it. And I was going to a friend's wedding and I, while on the plane, I was going to the East Coast. So I just decided to write. I like to write poems and stories and whatnot. But I wrote about it, that experience with my daughters and then finished it on the way back. And I've just been sitting on it for a few years, let people read it. And everybody that, that read it thought it was a good idea. And so the reason why I decided to publish it because when I met my high school sweetheart after I got divorced and went home, my wife, Nick Hurley, now is my high school sweetheart. And she just gave me the confidence to publish the book and write about it and get a publisher. And the publisher, uh, publisher company loved it. And here I am. It's exciting to see what's going on with it right now. And that I'm able to tell that story about my daughters. And my daughters are inspired. They haven't read it yet because it's a surprise for them. And so I'm anxious to go up to L.A. and hand them the book so we could read it together. Well, I was just wondering about that because I was going to ask you what your daughters thought about that. So that you answered that question. And so when are you planning to reveal this to your daughters? It'll be sometime this week. Yeah, sometime this week or this weekend. I mean, they're busy, 25, 23, working and going to school. <laughs> and so I said, when can you pencil me into your busy schedule? So I'm just waiting for them to see if I can come down there and give the book to them. But they're excited. And so it was either they go down here to San Diego or I go up there to L.A. So I plan on driving up there this weekend because I was trying to put them to be a part of the process. But like, they was like, Dad, we want to be surprised. We'll wait till um, it's out and then we'll see it. They didn't want to read it. The notes said be a part of the process. They wanted to be surprised. So so all they saw is the cover so far. <laughs> so talk to me about the response that you've gotten so far from people that have read the book. So the people that's read the book so far, like a lot of people haven't read it. So I've just now put it out there, but I'm getting pre-orders for people to buy it and um, they want me to get the autographed copies. And so my close friends and family that know me well, they're very excited. I don't know if they're surprised I wrote a book like this <laughs> more than anything, but they're very excited to see what it's about. Especially like when I went to college to play um, basketball, I was 27 years old. So a lot of the kids, they was 18 and 19. And now those guys are 40 years old now and I'm 48. So yeah, they're about 40 right now and they having daughters of their own. So they're stoked and their kids are babies right now. The, the same age as my kids were 
when I wrote the book. So they're stoked about it. Well, that's exciting and definitely an exciting time to be able to get that word out there and to be able to help others because kids do have fears and you know, for us to be able to have a tool, a resource at our fingertips that will help our kids to be able to become those superheroes that, as you were kind of saying, that they need to be to be able to take control of the fears that they have, but also allow for kids to be able to see and understand how, uh, how parents have fears, too. I think both of those are really important. Now, We always finish our interviews with what I like to call our Fatherhood Five, where I ask you five more questions to delve deeper into you as a dad. Are you ready? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. In one word, what is fatherhood? Responsibility. Now, when was a time that you finally felt that you succeeded in being a father to a daughter? When they went to college. Let me expand on that. When they went to the college and were able to live on their own, under their own roof, and then um, paying their own bills, taking care of business. And I'm proud of what what they're doing right now. It's always interesting to watch your child to grow. And then as, as I've heard some people say, grown and flown, right? They leave your home. They go out into the world. You hope that you have done everything that you can to be able to prepare them for the things that inevitably that they're going to be running into, even though you probably haven't completely gotten them ready for everything. But you hope to all heck that you have because, or you you at least let them know that you're still there and that they can come back to you and and help, and you'll continue to help them as they run into situations as well. Yeah, so it's like, you need anything? Dad, I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got this. Or, do you need some money? Dad, you don't have to send me any money. We got this. (laughs) Now, if I was to talk to your daughters, how would they describe you as a dad? They'll probably say I'm corny, funny, and they'll probably say I'm long-winded when I'm talking to them, (laughs) long-winded. Now, who inspires you to be a better dad? I want to say God first, my faith in God. And I have other fellow fathers that have been through, an older older gentleman that's been through the same thing that I've been through before that I could bounce ideas off of. And I have close friends that have been through some things that I could like, okay, this is how I need to be. And I could try to pass that to younger fathers. And now I could say my father as well, through his growth and change. And, and like a lot of times, like as far as um, like the, the environment I grew up with, uh, a lot of kids didn't grow up around their fathers. Uh, even though my mother and father were divorced, my dad was always there. At the time, being younger, I was upset and angry and mad at him. But as I grow older and been in my own relationship, I kind of see, I understand now. And that, yeah, so my father, I could say, and nowadays that um, I could uh, say he's a good influence on me and, um, and coaches that I've had. So I know that was more than one, <laughs> but I had a lot of good people in my life all through my life. That has been good examples for me. You know, it's important to have those people in your life and it's never only going to be one person. So don't say you're sorry about that. That means that that it's good because you have those role models, those people you can turn to, to be able to go to, to help you along the way. And I think every father needs that type of support along the way as well. Now, you have given a number of pieces of advice throughout our conversation today, but as we finish up today, what advice? would you give to all fathers? Be in your kid's life. Don't neglect them. Uh, listen. Inspire them to, to live their dreams. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, I feel that like I, I put in uh, for my kid, my own kids, I try to make that sacrifice so they won't have to make a biggest, such a big sacrifice. But I let them make mistakes so they can learn from them. 
and allow them to make mistakes. Don't be so hard on them when they do so they can learn from their mistakes and just be an example. And for fathers with daughters, always show in front of your daughters um, how to treat a woman with respect, the utmost respect and being a gentleman so they can pick, be able to pick a man like you. Like, that's why I used to ask myself, would I want my daughter to date somebody like me? I appreciate you sharing that. I think that is important. I've heard other dads say that as well to introspectively look at yourself and ask that question, because if you don't like the answer to what you're hearing, then that may be telling you something. Well, Nari Sipa, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here today, for sharing your journey as a father, but also for sharing information about your book itself. Now, if people want to find out more about you or the book, where's the best place for them to go? Um, it's on all platforms now. You can look at the book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And it'll be available on ebook as well. But right now, if you look up Daddy I'm Scared, there's, to be honest, there's like three books called Daddy I'm Scared that I saw. <laughs> but if you see the one with the unique name by the author is Narsipa Teague, I don't think anybody else has that name. So, <laughs> but yeah, Daddy I'm Scared by Narsipa Teague. Well, Narsipa, thank you again for being here, for sharing your own journey, and I wish you all the best. I appreciate you and thank you. This is kind of neat. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step -step roadmaps, and more. You will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals we buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them Be the best Dad, you can be. Be the best dad you can be.